Hello podcast listeners, and welcome to another episode of Living Well with Kathleen Saunders, your weekly podcast where we discuss the financial, physical, spiritual, and social well-being of everyday people like you and me. The information shared in this show is for general information purposes only and should not be used to make any personal changes to your lifestyle or health without consulting the appropriate financial, medical, or healthcare professionals. Hello, Living Well listeners, and welcome to another podcast. My guest today is Emma Langson. Emma was a stay-at-home mom for 10 years to her children, Hayden and Kiara. After giving in to her husband's plea to join him at the gym, she agreed and made an appointment in spite of her fears and insecurities about the gym. She began working with a personal trainer for one hour twice a week. It was around the fourth month when she realized that she was no longer a size 14, but now a size four. Listen to Emma's amazing journey of self-recovery and her new look on life. For anyone being held back by fear or feeling out of your comfort zone, take Emma's advice and just do it. All right. Welcome, Emma, and thank you for being my guest today. I'm really, really excited to hear you share your journey of self-recovery through fitness. Thank you so much, Kathleen. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. No problem. No problem at all. So let's get right into it. What was it that caused you to go to the gym? Well, believe it or not, I didn't want to go to the gym. It was actually my husband. He wanted the gym membership. And apparently in our relationship, he wants it. I have to go out and find it for him. So that's what I did. I went down to the gym that happened to be just five minutes from my home. Really good price. And I was like, right, that'll do. We'll get him in there. Got him set up, got him set up. And then he took a personal training package. He was using the gym, doing really well. And he kept saying to me, you should join me. And I was absolutely no way sorry but not happening there is the last thing in my worst nightmare would I ever be asked to do would be to go into a gym and what was the reason for you not wanting to go (sighs) I didn't fit in I didn't have the body for it I was really overweight I felt like I'd not I wasn't one of those people it wasn't for me and I didn't understand what it would really be like but it was a terrifying idea the absolute worst case scenario I'd never ever in my worst nightmare would I enter a gym wow because I didn't know how to do it right but that's really he... interesting that you say that um <laughs> you didn't want to go to the gym because you didn't fit in but that's exactly why you're going to the gym in the first place so you do fit in right but I didn't you understand get that it. right I, I didn't understand you. that and right. I was scared and yes. it, and that's and that's the thing I mm-hmm. I really felt like I had lost my way Mm -hmm. and I needed to go to the gym there was no question about it over the last few years I've put on a lot of weight I've had some injuries some pretty significant injuries um and and I was really not able to lose the weight that I had put on Mm -hmm. I was limited by lots of issues that came as a result of having been injured and having stopped being as mobile as I should have been but you know going to the gym was the worst idea in the world but he persisted. And because he persisted, I'm grateful because event- eventually I gave up mm-hmm. fighting him. And I said, okay, fine. So he went in November 2017. I started June 2018. So that was, that was fear, how long. That was the fear that was holding you back from doing something that would oh, have been for your betterment, right? I didn't understand that. Yeah. I just was like, that isn't a place I understand. This isn't something I know how to do. And I like to know how to do everything. Right. And if I don't know how to do something, I need to learn how to do something. But I didn't understand that there was a place for me there. I I was 
very, very fearful of what I couldn't do and not open to trying it, Mm -hmm. right? But eventually he broke me down and I got in there. And I'm grateful for that. Awesome. So June the 18th, that's when you first went in. June, my first appointment was June 4th, 2018. 2018, So I'd I'd gone in previously, set up in a membership, made my first appointment, but my first actual physical, actual visit in a gym doing gym things was June 4th, 2018. Wow. Yeah. So that's a year. That's two years ago now, right? Yes. And and I thank you. (laughs) I weighed 190 pounds. I was in a size 14 to 16. Everything I was wearing was sort of large. Um, I was very insecure. I I haven't I haven't grown. So I'm still as short as I was then. I'm I'm averaging five foot four. four. I like to say I I like to throw in a half, but I don't know if it counts. So that definitely (laughs) you were you were definitely overweight. (laughs) I I, yeah, I, I definitely but I didn't I did look overweight, but I didn't realize Mm -hmm. until I lost the weight how different I could look. I mean, I'd never been very big growing up. My kids are, my daughter, she was like I was at 15. She's skinny. I was skinny. I was athletic when I was a teenager. I I was never a fat kid, Mm -hmm. right? I was an athletic student. I was athletic all through my life. So I was never fat, Um, but I got fat. I got fat through letting it go a bit, losing my way, mm-hmm. having kids, getting injured, not right. not eating as well, drinking too much wine, you right. know, whatever you want to put on the plate as to what the cause was, there was a factors, lots and lots of different factors yes. that affected my ability to stay healthy. And I became overweight and unhealthy, but you wouldn't look at me and think I was obese, but I was not as healthy as, as I could have been and I didn't realize there was an actual opportunity to because I had tried I had tried exercise of other kinds not in the gym but I had tried yoga I tried lots of hiking I had tried various different diets I had tried protein shakes of various kinds and nothing worked nothing changed it really right or the usual well everything Mm -hmm. yeah I, I I was open to anything except the thing that was probably going to help me and did help me right Right. so how did you fall in love with the gym when did your uh, interest of being at the gym and you know working out uh, regularly start well it was pretty much immediately when I committed to the personal training I committed to two times a week and I did that consistently for about four months so two times a week and that's all I was doing because I was not happy in the gym initially I had no idea what I was doing I had zero idea where anything was what anything meant how to use it without the trainer and it was a bit like monkey see monkey do I would just go I would do what I was told I would leave I would come back in I would do what I was told I would leave I didn't have the confidence to do it by myself I didn't believe I was capable of doing it by myself and I didn't understand that the changes were happening I didn't see them really mm-hmm. and and it's funny because i um i think it was around about september time um my husband said i'm going to treat you to a really nice pair of expensive leggings because you know you've worked so hard you've lost so much weight like you really deserve this nice. and i went into the store and i asked for a size 14 and i was like and i was trying them on and they just didn't look good i couldn't understand why they didn't look good i was like why don't these look right on me? So I ended up asking a member of staff to help me. And she looked at me and she's like, you're not a size 14. And I'm like, 
yeah, I am. <laughs> like, of course I am. And I was like, I need a large. Give me a large, right? I'm always going to be in a large. This is me. I'm a large, yeah. right? And she was like, no, you're not. And she passed me a six. And I was like, that's not going to fit me. Wow, <laughs> Emma, from a size 14 to a six. Wow. I mean, I'm, I've, I've got smaller than that since then. But the point is, like, I genuinely was like, you're off your mind like you lost it like so she passed me these six and I tried them on I was like okay these fit this is weird and and that was that was the first time Mm -hmm. I understood where the change had become a reality because I hadn't seen it I didn't see it I didn't have the understanding of the change but it's often when um, we are losing weight we tend to not see it ourselves it's everyone else that's telling us oh you look good you've lost yeah you look like you've lost weight so how did you I, handle how did you feel when you realized you got it and you actually fit into a size six how did that make you feel well I didn't really know how I felt I was shocked right. I was pleased yes but I didn't really understand it and I didn't sadly one thing I didn't do between June and October is I didn't take any pictures of myself at all. Not mm. one single picture. I do have tracking, which was done by my trainer, in that I was able to see the numbers on the scale changing, the right. muscle growth, and I was able to see the improvement in my strength within the gym and my understanding of the gym. But I didn't see it when I looked in the mirror. And I didn't have a physical picture to compare myself with either I only actually started taking pictures on a monthly basis from October onwards so was that intentional was it because you didn't want to see the way you looked or you I just, just didn't, didn't I it? didn't I didn't realize there was really a change happening I didn't okay. see it in the mirror I call it like body dysmorphia when I looked in the mirror I didn't see what other people saw and actually I had a hard time with how people when I started to show people the change before and after yeah the shock that people had, it 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 still bothers me now that you people get are it. so shocked <laughs> at how different I look. Right. And even now, I can take a picture from June of twenty. You know, it's it's been two years now, so it doesn't feel like it's such a shock to people. But I lost fifty pounds in six months. Wow, that's a lot. I went from a size. 14 to a size four in six months. Wow, 50 pounds yeah. in six months. And, wow. And I did it healthily through eating healthily, through using the gym, through weight training. I didn't do it through crazy fad diets where I was starving myself and hindering myself. I did it through correctly adjusting my metabolism and increasing my lean body mass and burning fat through exercise and I learned how to do it I learned how to look after my body I learned how to take care of myself and be cleaner with my diet and be more conscious of what I was putting into my body and supplementing my diet with nutrition rather than feeding myself for comfort right awesome that's amazing that's amazing so how often were you working out when you worked out so Two times a week, and that was it from was June it. till that was it. Two times a week, but it, and they were they were one hour sessions. Okay. Um, after I'd say after about four months, I started to go in on my own in between the sessions. So mm-hmm. I would go in once a week on my own. So I started at two times a week, and then went to three times a week, and that was where I was building up enough 
sort of belief in my ability to do it by myself. It took a long time for me to get there in the confidence of myself in the gym. I believed my only way to success was through a trainer telling me how to do it and following the instructions. I didn't, I I depended on it. I became Mm -hmm. seriously reliant on it, Mm -hmm. but I had to learn how to let go of that dependency and become more self guided and, 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 trust myself that I was capable of trying it by myself and as I did that and I kept being successful I was able to go in more so you you don't need to go to the gym seven days a week Mm -hmm. you just need to make sure when you do go you make the effective workout count and and even now with the times that we're in now we're in a totally different world right now and I'm not allowed to go in for the length of time I was going in for one hour sessions with the trainer but I would average an hour and a half to two hours on my own because of just not being as efficient, I imagine, with my time because you're on your own. You tend to slow down a little bit, Mm -hmm. maybe take more breaks and things like that, but also a little bit, but not necessarily slacking off, but just just not being as direct Mm -hmm. with your time, right? So, So tell me something. When exactly did you look in the mirror and say, yeah, I see the difference in myself? Do you recall I don't that? Know. You don't, you don't no, recall. no, I don't know because I think it's a really big change. Mm-hmm. I think, okay, so round about, okay, so June of 2019 mm-hmm. was my one year. And I started to not wear all of these clothes on top of myself. So I would always have the sports bra and I'd have the leggings and I'd have a top on top of the sports bra. It would be like to protect everyone from seeing what I was what I was carrying around. Right. Mm. And at my one year, I made the decision that I had earned the right to celebrate myself. But it was the most terrifying thing I ever did to take that top off. I'd stand there in a sports bra. Wow. <laughs> I felt, I was like, I mean, I was wearing enough clothing. It wasn't. Right. And, you, you, know, in, I mean, and you were in the appropriate place to take it off. I mean, too, right? there, yeah. I mean, if I was going to, if I was going to the supermarket, it would be like, okay, put a top on. But, you know, I'm in the right, like, I mean, I'm wearing more than some other people wear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it was just my way of selling myself. You have to celebrate you. You yeah. have the right to celebrate you. And it was forcing myself into an uncomfortable place. I'm all about challenging myself, which is why I think I have seen so much success because I'm highly motivated to succeed. And I and I throw myself in 100% and it's all or nothing with me. And I think that makes me succeed because I'm not easily discouraged. Taking off that top mm-hmm. made me face my vulnerability. That's excellent. It made me go, you deserve to show this off. And there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. Exactly. You you don't look bad. Own it. And it doesn't mean I shouldn't wear a top on top sometimes, but it doesn't mean I should just to cover up something with nothing to hide. Exactly. And I've seen you, Emma. I've come to the gym. We've worked, you know, <laughs> I've come out there to work out myself and I've seen you and you look really good. So uh, thank, and thank you're, you. looking at you just gives me the encourage that encouragement that if you've done it, then, you know, I could do it for myself. I mean, I haven't been at the gym for a while, but uh, courtesy well, of COVID, which is the yeah. situation for yeah, most I people, know. but definitely you have been an inspiration to myself. Well, see, that's been really, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, no I appreciate that. And it matters to me that that makes me feel good because at the end of the day I want to see other people feel success too that's 
kind of why I ended up ending up getting a job at the gym. Ah, right? but, we'll come to that in one second. Before we go yeah. there, though, um, how has weight loss boosted your confidence? I mean, I can hear it. Well, you know, you see, it's anyone, hard to... anyone who doesn't know you doesn't realize that this is just naturally you, that you talk a lot <laughs> anyway. So yeah. this is part of your confidence as far as I'm concerned. But um, I'm an outgoing yeah, introvert. Are... I'm an outgoing introvert. Okay, so I'm actually really self-conscious. I have a high hide me mentality i do not like drawing attention to myself believe it or not i could talk the hind legs off a horse Mm -hmm. but i don't want to be the center of everyone's world i don't want to have the the attention drawn on me so i don't actually seek out attention and i hide off as much as i possibly can even in the gym i wear only black it seems to be my comfort color in my normal clothing line it's mostly right? blacks and grays. I don't wear any color at all, except sometimes I'll, like I, I only wear black, gray, and I sometimes wear blue, but I will, I paint my toes bright colors and I have bright colored phones, but I will not draw attention to myself. I, it's just not, I'm not that, I'm not confident. But do you I'm, know that people will be, a, you're like a magnet. People will be drawn to you. One, you've got an accent. And, yeah. and then two, you're extremely friendly. And you're genuinely helpful. So that alone will draw people to you. I don't mind that. I love Mm -hmm. people. I like networking. I like being around people. I like learning about people. But I don't want to be on the center of a stage and have everyone staring at me. I would much rather assist other people. And I feel confidence doesn't have to be a reflection of how much you talk. I think it's it's a different thing. Like my internal... My personality mm-hmm. is that the, I know people think I'm highly confident mm-hmm. and they think that I'm super, super self-assured. Mm-hmm. But the truth is I carried around a body that didn't work for me for so long that I'm still wearing that body in my head because yeah. I'm still the same person. And I actually find it hard sometimes that people react so differently to me now. I mean, people have always been kind to me. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever had an experience in my life where people have been unkind to me based on how I look, because I don't think there was anything so certainly wrong with the way I looked anyway. I just wasn't healthy as I could be, right? Yeah. But people do treat me differently now i don't like that because i'm the same person Person. yeah you haven't changed inside in fact if anything i struggle with demons of the conflict of understanding why people treat me differently and i'm also embracing it because i think well good you know what you can keep being kind to me and i will help you be kind to others and i will show the same level of respect to everyone that I always have done and I won't judge anyone based on how they look and I'm certainly not going to stand there and allow anyone else to do that next to me so I hope that I lead by an example of treating everyone with respect regardless of what shape their body is good for you yeah and I'm sure you do so tell me how has your family uh, embraced your transformation um they they I don't, do you know, I think they like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My kids tell me that their friends are scared of me now. Is that because, right? Yeah, because apparently I look really fit and I could like do them damage. So the boys are all terrified of me and they're terrified of my husband as well because oh, he's wow. quite fit as well. But no, it's funny. I don't mind. They, 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 they're happy that I'm able to be happier. They're happy. I, I guess I am happier. I'm happier because my body doesn't hurt so much. Mm-hmm. I'm happier because I have more energy. That's I'm happy. Right. I'm happier 
because my body is naturally producing more endorphins because I exercise, which gives me a happiness that I didn't get from sitting at home being uncomfortable in pain, right? So they get, they get a better relationship with me because I'm in more able parent. So they, they love that. Yeah. They just hate, they just hate that I like to go to the gym all the time now. And that, you know, when it's a Saturday afternoon, they're like, can we do something? I'd be like, I just want to go for an hour at the gym first and then we'll do it. Okay, good. <laughs> so yeah, let's hear now that story is how you ended up not only working out at the gym, but working at the gym. Okay. So I haven't actually been at work officially for the whole time I've lived in Canada because I came here with young kids and we moved over here as a small family unit and my husband went out to work and I stayed at home with the kids. That was just the dynamic of our relationship and our timing here. I was actually on maternity leave when I moved here from England. So it just transitioned into a being a very long maternity leave. My kid was 10 by the time I went back to work. But um, I did do other things in between. I've been very busy, as you know, but I didn't have a job. And I had decided I was going to train. I was going to go back to school. I was going to seek a qualification. I was actually going to go into special education because something I'm very passionate about just with my family. It's something that does affect our family and I wanted to advocate for that cause and I was going to go back to school Mm -hmm. but in order to do that I really wanted to get a job to earn some money to pay for the schooling because it's not cheap and I happened to hear that the gym was hiring people as I was in there because I was in there every week and I thought I can do that I've got experience I have 20 years of sales and marketing experience and I can do reception. I'm good at customer service. I like people. I love the gym. This would be a great place to earn a little bit of money to pay for my education course that I want to do. So it was only initially meant to be a part-time temporary thing to get me a bit of cash. And I've been there for 18 months. (laughs) You loved it that much. (laughs) I, I, I genuinely loved it that much. It became so integrally part of my life like Mm. I I genuinely I feel like the gym saved my life I I and it and it it provided me with an environment where I could utilize all of the previous experience I had in sales and communication and networking and marketing and all those other niches of experience I have which range you know from 20 odd years but into a passion as well, because right. it doesn't feel like a job if you love where you are. And I was going to say that, Emma, when you when I come to the gym and I see you, you look just like you're not working. You're actually having fun. What you do and you're interacting with the girls, you're in, interacting with the uh, patrons at the gym. And it just looks like you're having a good time. And okay. you- I, I, I get paid to be at one of my favorite places on earth wow. <laughs> and that is a gift that is, and a that gift. is awesome how many people can say that <laughs> That's well it's awesome. not work if you love it is yeah, it it's exactly. not work I mean right. I, I ge- and, and I genuinely believe that it can help people like this is a place that helped me I'm so grateful to the company for giving me the opportunity to take on this course we haven't mentioned the name of your the gym yes. exactly where you're working yeah I, so I, I work for Trevelyn and fitness club 16 and she's fit uh in Coquitlam mm-hmm. and it's been it's been the most amazing gift to my my family and my life I mean in you know we've been through we had this period where we've had to be at home unemployed for because of covid right and I, I cried I literally felt like I had lost something oh, wow. so important to me even though it was only temporary and I knew it was temporary Mm -hmm. 
just that loss. So the team has become like your family now. A hundred percent. Like I, I just care about the company. I care about the organization. I believe in the company's position that it's about providing people with their best lives. You know, it's affordable. It's, it's, it's no judgment and it really is no judgment. Like I'll have to say that I went in there at 190 pounds at 38 years old and no one made me feel bad about myself. It was only me that was having a hard time with it. No one caused me to feel that way. If anything, they did the opposite. They helped me find my confidence. They helped me find my path to success because I definitely worked hard. It was down to me putting in the effort, but they provided me with tools that, you know, I've always been as hardworking. Everything I've done in my life, I've worked as hard as I do now, but I hadn't seen the success. You know, so, you know, I spent yeah. years trying to lose weight, years trying to lose weight, I've got a and quote. I didn't succeed it. Yeah, I got a quote right here, and it says, don't be upset by the results you didn't get uh, because of yeah. the work that you didn't do. <laughs> exactly. Right. I, you've got to, like I say to people, when they come into the gym and they sit down with me and I tell them about the options available to them and I tell them about my story, they go, I want what you've got. I want what you've achieved. I'm like, you can use every single tool. It's here. We have all of these available to you, but you still have to be willing to put the work in. That's right. You know, you, you can't just buy a personal training package and show up at the gym and stand there and expect the weight to fall off. Right. You have to listen. You have to, you have to do what you're asked to do. You have to follow the guidance. But what I will say about this company is that it provides the best tools and it's affordable. I was a stay at home mom and I was able to afford it. So how much is talking about that? How much is the membership at the gym? Okay, so the basic membership is $8 bi-weekly, so it's $4 a week. I mean, that's the basic, that's the cheapest way you can go. Like, there's other options, there's lots of different options, but if you want to get a gym membership and you just want to come to the gym, it's $4 a week. Do you know what I tell people? I say, when I'm talking to people about memberships, and we're like, you know, I mean, everyone's story is different. Everyone has their own expenses. We can't assume everyone can afford it. It seems like a lot of money to some people and not a lot of money to others. But what I say to them is, Is there anything in your life that you are doing right now that you could sacrifice and put aside Mm -hmm. to allow you to find $4 to make this gym membership work for you that will help you long-term success? Because if there's anything you've got in your life right now, whether it's buying one coffee less a week or making one meal extra at home instead of buying a takeout when you're at work, it will allow you to go on a fitness journey that could lead to some seriously huge success as I have seen. And that's what it comes down to. It's about finding a reason to make it work. Everyone has the ability. They just have to make it. They have to be willing to put in the time and the effort and the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a huge amount because like I said, it's only $4, but it could be a lot of money to one person. That could be a big deal. That could be one whole meal. They have to go without a week. Right. But what do they want more? Do they want to have that access and have those facilities and have the use of the equipment to allow them to find more personal health growth? Or do they want to keep not using it and have the extra $4 in their bank? I think it comes down to individual choice. choices. Exactly. I was just going to say that. So we, you mentioned about COVID and staying at home. Now I yeah. think uh, gyms and things are starting to reopen. How has COVID yeah. impacted the way uh, people use the gym now? What changes have been made? The reality is like the gym is in a slightly different place. Uh, We used to have a place where it was uh, free to come in and go as you please, stay as long as you want. And we're also 
but we're in a different world you know it's become more normal to line up to do things it's Mm -hmm. become more normal to space yourself apart and be more conscious of your health and your hygiene and your sanitation it's just very very important in the gym so in the gym we have social distancing measures in place we have different equipment available at different spaces to allow for social distancing to be more effectively adhered to but we also have you know we have it on a one hour appointment basis for working out a day now you could come in seven days a week but you can only come in for one hour a day and that's just so that everyone can have a chance to come in and it was hard for me at first when we first started that one hour I was like oh my gosh how am I going to get all the things I do done I need this much time and the reality is I'd rather have an hour than nothing at all right and it'll and you just have to adapt you just have to adapt your workouts you know you might have been the person that did 20 minutes on the stairs and then did 15 minutes of something else and 25 minutes of something else and 15 minutes of something else well now you've got to get an hour in and you've got to decide what you want to do with it so it helps you also to become more focused on your gym instead of just doing anything here and there but you you actually go in with a plan your plan is your plan and you've got to maybe work around your plan and you maybe have to adapt your plan but that's okay as well because as I say to the members, this is our one hour. We're all in the same boat, but let's just be grateful we have the gym because yeah. gyms gyms are reopening. There is, you know, there's fear as in every environment right now of fear of COVID spreading. But we realistically, we are actually providing so much sanitation and providing so much cleaning and we're offering so much support to members. Mm-hmm. And we also provide everyone with the tools to make itself for them safe for themselves. You know, you wipe down your equipment before and after use, you wash your hands. These aren't new rules. These have always been the rules. But the reality is people didn't always understand why it mattered. And I think COVID has actually allowed us an opportunity to understand how hygiene is so important. Yes, it has. In general. So if anything, it's done us a favor because I'm telling you what, one thing that drove me to almost tears with laughter was mid-March we closed on the sixth our last day was the 16th of March we were closed from the 17th of March onwards now we were going through so much soap in the first two weeks of March that I actually didn't have enough soap in club to refill the soap dispensers I was like we had half if not quarter of the people coming in because people were starting at that point in time to be a little bit more fearful and were stopping them and you know they just weren't coming in right we weren't seeing the foot traffic but we went through three times as much soap. Wow. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like why couldn't they have been doing this Before, for the last two right. years? Yeah. Like, isn't this, yeah. this, this is a little terrifying to me that now we've noticed that people weren't washing their hands. Right. <laughs> Thank God I, they my are goodness. now. Oh my. Wow. <laughs> but at least, we, at least everyone is. And that's yes. the one thing, you know, you find some positives in a negative situation. You've got to look for the silver lining. Mm-hmm. And COVID is not a positive thing. But people being aware of their impact on others and their self-awareness of their health and their hygiene is, is definitely a benefit. Definitely. So how many, what's the capacity now? How many guests are you la- allowing um, at any given we, time? We Every club is different, depends on okay. the floor size. So okay. if you think about square footage. But for Coquitlam, for example, we're allowing 80 people in at a time. And that's based on a percentage of the floor capacity mm-hmm. that is governed by by WorkSafe and government regulations that we adhere to right now. So as we open up and as we continue to reopen, we're in what we would consider phase two. We just entered phase two 
in this last week. We were in phase one since June 1st, right. okay? And mm-hmm. phase one, we had 65 people. Now we're at 80 people. And we have reintroduced half capacity on lockers. But we don't have water fountains. We don't have tanning. We don't have massage chair use. We don't have group fitness classes. These aren't things that we're currently in a position to run because they would be outside of the the recommended guidelines and we wouldn't be able to facilitate the safety required to right. be open. So it it's just a little bit different. You know, alternating machines are available on the cardio equipment. Um, you can't use the showers right now and you're limited to one hour. But it's, it's temporary yes. in that sense. But it's also, it's about... Imp- it's fluid it's increasing and changing as regulations you know relax and as guidance is changed you know it's just a fluid machine right now we're just following the path along with everyone else and just going with it like everyone else is you know you know as businesses start to reopen and we're leading the pack in the sense that we were the first you know the first gyms in bc to open and we are we are standing there at the the top with everyone watching what we're doing so it's taking the lead and we're doing it well as far as i can see so far so good and you know we're doing our best to to meet all the requirements and keep the members happy and keep the staff happy that's excellent that's excellent so tell me um somebody wants to come in what is the process they have to just call in and schedule how many how many appointments can they schedule at any given time so this is for a member who's an yeah. existing member. Yeah. So basically, you create a member portal account. Everyone should have one. It's something you would have had offered to you when you first signed up. If you didn't utilize it, mm-hmm. get, let us know and we'll just send you the login password reset button so okay. you can set up your account, um, preferably by email, because right now with the demand and influx of questions, it's easier for us to respond to an email than it is to answer the phone. Um, you, you basically book your first appointment you have to complete covid screening uh just answering you know some basic questions about you know your your health and 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 travel etc and that'll allow you to book a workout and you can book three at a time so the way i try to describe it to members is imagine you have three bags you can fill all three of them up but then you can't fill the fourth bag until you empty the one of them so you could still manage you could still do an exercise if you really wanted to you could work out monday through sunday but Say you booked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you wouldn't be able to book Thursday until you'd finished Monday. <laughs> I see, I see. So would you say is it the gym still busy like throughout the the day? No, I know because it's it, is it's it... eighty people. Oh, 80 okay, people yeah, that's right. The capacity on the hour. Okay, yeah, it's 80, 80 max. Right. Sometimes. Okay. It yeah. depends on the time of day. Like we get quite a few people coming in at five a.m. because they're the people that come in before work. Right. Right? right. right. And a lot of those people, those were the types of people that would come in and would work out and then shower and then go to work. Mm-hmm. Well, those people who can't shower, they're coming in, they're working out for forty-five minutes and then they're leaving and going home oh, and showering. Yeah, yeah. But there's a choice. You don't have to. You can do whatever you want. But the reality is, you can't do what you were used to be able to do. But we're making it work. Mm-hmm. And that there isn't really any particular time in the day where it's busier because there's no difference in yeah. the ability to be busy. Yeah. Makes well, sense. Yeah. That's a good thing because it means parking's really easy now as well. And yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> you yeah. can find anywhere to park. That's now so true. you can That's find so parking. Yeah. So tell so, me, uh, what would you say has been your biggest achievement since starting your uh, journey? Oh, see, 
in what way do you mean? My achievements, I mean, there's so many to be proud of, so many things I'm proud of. I'm I'm proud of myself for, I think, okay, this is something that may not seem like an achievement, but it's definitely something I'm celebrating. Yeah, I used, I've always been a very strong person internally. I'm very strong. Mm-hmm. I've had to be strong because I've had to carry a lot of burdens of my way I looked, my insecurities, my anxieties, my introverted, outgoing personality. It's a challenge sometimes to be constantly doubting yourself and very negative about myself. I realized that I could actually be physically strong as well as emotionally strong. And I didn't know that was even something I had the capacity to be. It's not about the weight loss. It's about the growth. I feel like it's about the strength that I've gained, the, the confidence I have, and the I'm proud of myself for getting it done. Good on you, Emma. Very good. And what advice would you give to someone starting out? Just, just do it. Yeah, just, just, just do, do it. it. Just do it. Come and see me because at the end of the day, I understand. Like, I do not think it was right for me to be so fearful and assume everyone would think I wasn't able. That was something I used to tell myself. I don't belong in there. That person, honestly, would never have applied for a job in the gym. It's sad because Mm -hmm. I'm the same person despite, but at the same time, am I the same person? That's the question I have to ask myself sometimes. Would I have been able to sell help and build people's gym membership plans for them? No, because I wouldn't have understood why it mattered to them. I wouldn't have known what about it was so important Mm -hmm. because I wasn't experiencing it. I mean, I am literally a walking example of what you can achieve if you put your effort in and you try it. You definitely are, yeah. But I am also, like I say to people, a product of my hard work. So don't just assume you will achieve what I have achieved by showing up. Yes. That's just the first step. You've got to be vulnerable to your change and you've got to be open to the opportunities and you've got to be open to the the vulnerability that you will come across when you realize that you're not doing things the right way and changing your behavior is the biggest challenge, you know, rethinking your behavior. And that's why I, that's why I call it a, a, a journey of self recovery because there's a lot of discovering, but this is about recovering, recovering from how you feel. It's about recovering from what you thought you were never capable of mm-hmm. and forgiving yourself and forgiving yourself for not doing it before exactly definitely another quote that i'm seeing here is be stronger than your excuses and we all can find a million and one excuses as to as you've mentioned already why you shouldn't go to the gym you didn't fit in and all these other yeah. things that you were saying about yourself and now you can look back and say you know you know why did I ever think that way you know you know look at what you've accomplished yeah I would love I mean I love I love scouring the internet for great quotes you know things that resonate with me and I do often post them on my Instagram right Mm -hmm. but I um I also really tried while I was at home really with not a lot to do during you know my three months off which I took as, in the end, a gift of time with my family because that's what it became. Mm -hmm. As much as I, and I I do that, I try and find the positive in any situation, right? Mm -hmm. That's a good thing, I I do try and do that. Mm -hmm. But one thing I did 
say was, you know, we've done it before and we can do it now. And we've got to redirect all of our energies of our current frustrations into positive, unstoppable determination. And, and that's my mindset. That's the way I go with all of my thinking and the way I, I try and remind myself every day to just keep doing it, especially now that I've lost a little bit of the strength I had and I've put on a little bit of fluff around the areas that I had got really tight and strengthed and toned up before. I'm having a bit of a hard time with that because I was doing so, so well. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I've taken quite a few steps back. But it's not my fault. And no. I'm still determined. So, you know, it's, you so, know. So do you have it's a about goal? What you, yeah, it's yeah. to, well, in a weight loss goal or just in a life goal? Like, I like both, way? both, really. I want to keep, I mean, on a, on a, on a physical, you know, body weight level I would really like to get back to where I was in March okay okay that's my goal right now I had a goal in March to get further than where I'm currently able to be aiming for Mm -hmm. but it's still the same direction so what I would say it's a journey and it's not a straight line Um, but my goal is to keep building strength to keep finding new paths to physical exercise success and to on a you know on a personal level to build on my insecurities and return them into better thoughts about myself I have a very negative immediate thought process for myself I'm working on turning that into a more positive thought process Mm -hmm. I say a lot of the talk but I'm not very good at walking my own walk when it comes to that right right so would you say, I just wanted to go back regarding the personal trainer, which you did yeah. twice a week. How important yeah. do you think a personal trainer was for you versus doing it on your own? I mean, do you think someone new coming into the gym should go for a personal trainer versus trying to do it on their own? Okay. I would say everyone could benefit from a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Not because it doesn't matter if you have, 15 years of experience. I've got two very solid years of experience right now. Right. Right. But I would benefit from someone else helping me critique where I'm at because you become complacent and you become almost, you plateau because you become familiar to your body. You've right. got to remember the challenge. You've got to push Absolutely. Anyone, mm-hmm. anyone who's new to the gym, 100% should have a trainer because okay. they need to have someone teach them to do it correctly. The worst thing you can do is do it wrong, get used to doing it wrong, become habituated by it doing done wrong, and then have to spend time correcting it. It'll cause injury, it'll help you in no particular way because you'll be frustrated. Mm -hmm. I mean, more people quit within the first three months than they do join Mm -hmm. because they don't see success. I wouldn't have been able to do anything in the gym without the trainer because I needed to know what I needed to do and how I needed to do it based on my body and based on my limitations, right? Mm -hmm. And if you take it though from the other perspective, I'm now two years in, I have a hundred different exercise routines I can do, right? Because I've already been through a program and Mm -hmm. I have an understanding of the gym and I have plenty of opportunity to go into the gym and work out now and streamline it but I'm a little bit unsure of how to really get my best of my hours worth right now because I've got so used to doing an hour and a half to two hours Mm. so I would even consider going in and saying to a trainer 
hey, do me a favor. Help me learn how to really maximize this one hour time so that I can then make the most of the time I get to come in into the gym right now to help me achieve that goal I was aiming for in March. Because my schedule is different now. My time availability is different now, but I'm still on the same journey. And, and therefore, everyone can benefit from a trainer whether you have all the experience in the world or none at all, someone else critiquing you and someone else correcting your bad accidental mistakes because you're, habit, you know, you're doing them by habit, bad form, posture, grip, you know, even order of exercises, all of those things may or may not be success, you know, helping you succeed. Mm -hmm. So to enable you to do your best, you should basically be given the best tools. That's how I see it. Right. Some good advice. Awesome. Awesome. So what is it exactly that you do in the gym? How do you help people? Are you a trainer? Um, no, I, I work in sort of like, um, I guess it's member representative, as you would call me. I work on helping tour people around the facility when they're new to looking at the gym and right. I help them find the best packages for them. I also, I mean, at the moment I'm working in a slightly different capacity. I've been working as, as an account specialist, which is really focused on sort of this re reopening phase after COVID. Uh, there's a lot of questions and concerns that come in from members regarding their accounts, regarding the gym and obviously where they stand and what they can do. And I I spend my day now really supporting members who are already in the gym family okay. with their memberships to just help them navigate this new path that we're on. Um, but my my main role is to be that first pay no, that first person that someone sees when they come to the gym, whether they're a veteran gym member who's just changing locations from another gym family or they've just moved into the neighborhood to the person that's walking in for their first day like I did in June of 2018 and really doesn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can I can relate to both sides. Okay. I, 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 I can speak to both people with the same amount of passion and understanding because I'm a gym rat now but I wasn't in June of 2018. So I get it, right? Yeah. I get how scary it is. So you can really actually... help a person in their transition, in their journey, um, making that decision to whether or not to join the gym or join the gym, because just listening to you, I'm very inspired to even get back okay. to the gym <laughs> to <laughs> well, tell you the truth. Come. Well, I'm going to help you. We're going to yeah. get you booked in for your first appointment. I think um, so. Yeah. I'm going to have to, we'll talk about this off air. Like, let's have this conversation. <laughs> it's Definitely. Funny, I, was, I was at the hairdressers with my kids yesterday. And um, this is the, what I do on my weekends off. I basically spend my whole time, pleasing my children which is seems to be the new norm for me <laughs> no self-care for emma it's let's go and spend money on the children but i was sitting at the hairdressers and this one of the staff in there she she had worked out at a different gym that isn't currently open and she was asking questions about our gym and she doesn't live in the local area okay. but she was like i really want to get back to the gym i was like okay like i got you don't worry i got this i'm gonna help you and Bryn's like what are you doing? You're not at work. I'm like, hey, listen, right? This is not about being on the clock. This is about an opportunity to help someone who wants to do this. And I understand why this is so important. I am not going to just put this down. I have to help her. This is so, I get why this matters to her and I, mm -hmm. and I can help her. And that's not a job. That's, that's, that's a very, very, very gift 
that's a gift. I don't, yeah. sorry. I just, there you go. I just, do it. There you go again. You know, you're just a natural people person. You want to help people and you're just doing it without even thinking about it. So that's well, awesome. Yeah, I, it's never it's never about the dollar. It's about the people. Right. Yeah. And I just want to. So you are coming to the gym. So I'm just letting you all know right. that. On all air, right. right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Just do it. Right. As you said, yeah. just, just do it. We just it's only an hour. I mean, like you think of it, pay her money and like what is it? It's like four percent of your day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. nothing. It's four percent of your day an hour. Like, when you put it like that, then yes, that. I will be there. All right. So we'll <laughs> we'll set up the appointment together. Okay, good. All right. Awesome. So well thank you so much, Emma. I heard so much useful information and listen to your story was again very inspiring and I'm sure I'm going to hear a lot of people say that from hearing your story that they've decided to go and join the gym <laughs> and lose all that weight that they've you know they've been struggling to lose for for years and well you know, you know what I will say mm -hmm. is this it's like the best thing about working out is you can have that cheat meal because you really earned it right yeah that's so true <laughs> that's so so very true excellent just work extra hard on it next time exactly too much cake work extra hard the work next it time, off but... <laughs> work it off work it off give your body a treat but no one needs to not eat like yeah. don't get me wrong I eat like anything I want whenever I want but I work so hard mm -hmm. that my choices tend to be more celebratory of my body not yeah. of my stomach that, that's a beautiful thing that's just awesome so do you have any final words that you just want to share before we end this podcast today so if anyone is sitting on the fence it does not have to be the fence you can jump over it and be in the gym and trying it out and you don't have to like it so you can leave if you don't but if you don't try it you're gonna never see the success that you're probably capable of and just be brave and and know that it's a safe place and if you know if you want to come and see me I'll help you and I'll guide you through it but you've just got to jump into it because I'm telling you it was the best thing that ever happened to me and it and it completely changed my life and I'm so grateful for that. Awesome. Perfect. Excellent. It kind of means that Bryn's the reason I'm successful, which I don't really like to admit to, but I'll put it out there just once. He was right. I should have gone to the gym and I'm glad I finally did. Well, thank God for your husband <laughs> and thank God that you listened to him. Awesome. It doesn't happen often as much <laughs> as he would like it to, but he gets this one. He gets this one. And you've let him know that you appreciate him uh, encouraging you to the gym, right? Yeah, I've got to try and get him back to the gym. Now. Right. He's the one that's fallen off the wagon, so I have to force him okay now, all right so. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today and i want to remind everyone out there as emma said just do it jump over that fence and if you don't try this you'll never see the success that you can achieve in your life so thanks again emma yeah. greatly thanks, appreciate Kathleen. it take care everyone and take have care. a pleasant day bye bye, bye. thank you for listening to the show today I hope you enjoy the topic and found something that you can apply to your own life. Don't forget to share this episode with your family and friends. And remember, live well daily. Mm -hmm.